I get to cherry pick from six decades of life and tell all the best stories and all the stories I think are important. I didn't expect to get so emotional while I was recording it, but it was like I grieved for these patients all over again. There was something about like reading it for the community to hear that felt like a very embodied experience. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet science writer and editor Christian Cooper, hospice-registered nurse Hadley Vlahos, and psychologist and Therapy for Black Girls founder Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford. Hear Christian Cooper talk about nerdiness to go with birdiness, Hadley Vlahos on revisiting emotional scenes from her book, In the Studio, and Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford on holding space for listeners while recording. Enjoy. Hi, this is Christian Cooper, author of Better Living Through Birding, Notes from a Black Man in the Natural World. I really felt compelled to sort of spread the gospel of birding. So that's the main motivation in writing the book, even though the birding is kind of shot through along with the story of my life. And that's because I also love to talk about myself. And this gave me lots of opportunity to talk all about myself. But I think the other motivation in writing the book is it's very rare that someone gets afforded the opportunity to tell their story. And because of a strange twist of fate, I actually get that opportunity. So I'm not going to let that go by. I'm going to take advantage of it and talk about the things that I think mattered. I get to cherry pick from six decades of life and tell all the best stories and all the stories I think are important. That was the main motivation in writing the book. Communicating a love of birds, trying to inspire other people to have a love of birds and birding, and also taking advantage of the opportunity to tell my own story in my own way, beyond the little bits of it that people might have gleaned from the press. Challenging is probably the word I would use to describe having to do my own audiobook, principally because I hate the sound of my own voice. I always think it sounds weird when I hear it played back. This really was a job for Morgan Freeman, but he's not here, so you have to make do with me. I had real trouble pronouncing names. There are a couple of names that I just stumbled over. In particular, I can think of two that I've always waffled on what the proper pronunciation is. The first one being J.R.R. Tolkien, the author of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit, its predecessor. For years I had said Tolkien, and it's actually Tolkien, apparently. Well, not apparently. I did eventually learn that, and that proved to be correct. And the other one is... Another icon in my nerd world, George Takei, which for years I said Takai, which would be right if it was in German, it's Japanese. So it's actually George Takei. So the names were a little bit of a stumbling block for me. I think the thing that maybe will be least expected and the most fun for listeners will be the chapter about Marvel Comics. I tried really hard to capture the fun of being there that we all still hold in our hearts all these years later 
for those of us who had been at Marvel in the early 90s. So I really tried to capture that on the page and in how I told the story. So if even a little of that came through, I'll be very happy. And, and I think readers will enjoy that and may find surprising that in all this birdiness, there's also something else there, a little nerdiness to go with the birdiness. If I had to do the audiobook again, I would absolutely bring chocolate with me, dark chocolate. First of all, the velvety texture of the chocolate would soothe the throat and coat it. Second, the chocolate with its combination of theobromine, caffeine, and a little sugar jolt would instantly boost my energy level and cause all my reading to be fantastic. I think I've already answered the dream narrator question, but if I had one dream narrator, the person who you would be hearing reading my book would be Morgan Freeman. Now, for those who are unaware, there was some online joke thing going around where they proposed new punctuation marks that should be incorporated into the English language. And the best one was called Morgan Freemarks, which you put around any sentence that should be read or heard in your head with the voice of Morgan Freeman. Clearly, that is the voice that should be reading Better Living Through Birding. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. With cameras rolling, we hold our breath. What would happen next? A swath of the big island unfolds below us in stretches of open fields and moss-draped trees whose green meets the blue and white of sea and sky at the horizon. It's not the sandy beach tourist postcard one might expect of Hawaii, but from the small cliff where the film crew and I stand, it's perfection, with two rare Hawaiian geese in the foreground taking their first tentative steps to freedom. Hi, this is Hadley Vlahos, author of The In-Between, Unforgettable Encounters During Life's Final Moments. I was inspired to write this book because I'm on social media. I've been sharing my stories for a couple of years there. And at the beginning, I really thought no one would be interested in what I do as a hospice nurse. But I'm definitely wrong. A lot of people are very interested in these stories. So I started writing down the most incredible stories that I have as a hospice nurse. I put them all into a book, and now I get to call myself an author, which is something I've always wanted to be able to do. If I could describe recording the audiobook in one word, it would be emotional, which was very unexpected for me. I wrote the book. I have read it about a million times while editing, and I didn't expect to get so emotional while I was recording it, but... The director was like, you've just got to put yourself back in those rooms. And it was like I grieved for these patients all over again. I shared that on social media and I said, hopefully they'll edit out all the sniffles. And everyone was like, oh, I'm so excited. We'll just cry right along with you. So it was emotional. A word that I had no idea that I was pronouncing wrong my entire 30 years of life until this moment is especially, I say especially, I've been saying that my whole life, but I'm all trying now to say especially. I'm really excited for the listeners to hear each chapter and decide which one actually resonates with them the best because 
Each chapter is a different patient, and they're all very unique. Everyone who's read the book, every single person has a different patient that they resonate with, and it's for personal reasons. I absolutely love that. That is my absolute favorite part. My favorite patient is Albert. You'll have to read all about him. He's not necessarily my favorite patient I've ever cared for, but that chapter, it displayed a lot of change and evolution for me as a nurse. It was my favorite chapter to write, and it was also my favorite chapter to read. To prep for the audiobook and get in the right frame of mind, the week beforehand, I did have a phone call with the director who told me what to bring. She suggested throat coat tea, but warned me that some people don't like it. So the weekend before, I tried out the throat coat tea, and I really did like it. So I did bring that, as well as things like a hair tie and a sweater in case I got cold. And then on the way over to the studio, I have a little playlist of patient songs. Whenever I leave a passing of one of my patients, whatever song comes on the radio, I put them into a little playlist. They're always these like amazing, uplifting songs. So I listen to that playlist on the way over here. If I record a next book, next time I actually would drink the tea at home because the first day I was holding my cup of tea and I realized by lunchtime that I talk with my hands. And in order to really get into the dialogue, I need to have my hands free. So next time I wouldn't bring the tea with me. If I weren't to record my own audiobook, if it was possible, I would have loved for my patients to have recorded their own chapter and kind of get that little essence of how they thought the conversation went from their end and how they thought I sounded in different situations. I would have loved that, but of course, that'll never happen. The last audiobook that I listened to that I absolutely loved was The Butcher and the Wren. It's a fiction book, but it's set in New Orleans, and it's a thriller, and it is so good. I listen to audiobooks in between my patients, so with my job, I drive from patient's home to patient's home, and sometimes I have like an hour between patients because some of them live out in the country, so I'll just listen to my audiobooks and wave at all the horses and cows, and I just love it so much. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. People are often startled when they hear that I'm a hospice nurse. They ask me how I could do such difficult and sad work day in and day out. While it's true that there are tough and sometimes even devastating moments in this line of work, there are many more beautiful ones. Moments of awe that make you stop and think about what it all means. Moments of deep love and the kind of wisdom that comes only from understanding that the end is near. Hey y'all, I'm Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford and I am the author of Sisterhood Heals, The Transformative Power of Healing in Community. I was inspired to write Sisterhood Heals because I am just in love with Black women and I feel like there is something incredibly powerful and healing about our relationships with one another. And so it is intended to be a celebration of our relationships with one another, but also a guide to how we can make them stronger. 
I always figured that I would write a book at some point in my career, but I wasn't quite sure what it would be. So, you know, I have the Therapy for Black Girls podcast where I offer lots of strategies and tips for how to take care of your mental health. And so I thought it would maybe be something along those lines. But in a conversation with my agent, she said, you know, there may be many books that you write, but if there was one, if you are planting your flag in the ground, what is this first book? And then the name came to me. I, I knew I wanted it to be about sisterhood because it feels like sisterhood is really at the foundation of a lot of the work that I do as a part of therapy for Black girls. If I had to use one word to describe what it was like to record my audiobook, I would say embodied because I really feel like the book came to life in a very new way for me in recording the audiobook. Even though I've written it and have read it myself several times, there was something about like reading it for the community to hear that felt like a very embodied experience. Um, it is so funny because I feel like there are several words that I feel like I know how to pronounce in my head that I clearly did not know how to pronounce when it came time to read the audiobook. So I think myriad was myriad. See, I don't even remember now <laughs> what the correct pronunciation is. And I used this several times throughout the book, which is hilarious. So myriad would be the word I would choose. I think that my favorite section to record was, I believe it's chapter four, about holding space for one another. Because I feel like the words and the tone I was able to use in recording the book really came through and that matched like the feelings I had in actually writing that chapter. And so I think that's the one I'm most excited for the community to hear. I prepared to record my book by drinking lots of water and trying not to consume very much dairy, even though I am a huge cheese fan. If I had to record the book again, I would probably bring a candle, although I'm not sure that you can actually light candles in here. <laughs> Just because I like the scent and I feel like it reminds me of like being at home and like I typically wrote the book with a candle lid. And so I feel like it would have been a nice extension of like kind of continuing to hold that space. I think my dream narrator, if I hadn't narrated the book myself, would be either Viola Davis or First Lady Michelle Obama. I just love their voices. Oh, I think the last great audiobook I listened to was Seven Days in June by Tia Williams. The characters really came to life. So there was both a male and a female narrator, I think. So I really enjoyed like the storytelling through that vantage point. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is while folding laundry on Sundays. And now, please enjoy a clip from my audiobook. If there is one thing I can always count on, it is the fact that if I put five or more Black women in a room, any room, any group of Black women, things are about to get real. With very little provocation or directing, we're likely going to get to the heart of things and fast. We won't shy away from talking about relationships, parenting, racism, work, or any other topic. Deep belly laughs will be heard and knowing glances exchanged. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind the mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com. 
slash next listen.